What's happening, Soul Fam? Welcome to Onto High Quantum Healing, the podcast that's going to help you tap into your psychic abilities, become a fifth dimensional being, and understand the true meaning of ascension. Today's episode is all about your spiritual awakening in 2020 with Megan Kieran, a spiritual creator who had her spiritual awakening at the beginning of the pandemic. She's here to share with you her experience and her wisdom. Today's episode is brought to you by Zungite.com, the only place that I go to to buy all my Shungite and EMF protection devices. Check out their website at Zungite.com. Use my code ontohighquantumreiki to get a special discount. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at ontohigh, TikTok and YouTube at ontohighquantumreiki. And if you're looking for any one-on-one sessions, tarot readings, energy healings, or you want to join our awesome mystic school, check out ontohigh.us and ontohigh.org. Welcome back to another episode of Onto High Quantum Healing. And today we're going to be talking about like the spiritual awakening process and how different it is for each person. Today we have Megan Kieran, who is a spiritual creator, healer, and loves to share their story with their most recent experience with their awakening process as well. Welcome to the show, Megan. How are you doing? Thank you. Thanks, Axel. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. And I um, I can talk about all of this stuff for, for hours, so I'm excited to um, dive deep into whatever topics we're going to go into today. Yeah, so tell us a little bit more about your experience. Like, how did you come into doing what you're doing now with, like, healing and everything else? Sure, so starts way back when I was uh, a child, right? I was grown, um, grown up in a, a Hindu family, and so my parents, my grandparents, we all had a meditation room. And so that's where, you know, what really sparked my interest is I've, I've seen um, all the adults in my life pretty much meditating for 30, 30 minutes, an hour every single morning. And so that routine is something I was exposed to very early on. When I was 11 years old, I got initiated and was given a mantra by my mother. And that's when I really started meditating every day. Um, of course, you know, there's ebbs and flows and everything went to college did XYZ lost a lot of that. And throughout that, a lot of um, what I wasn't able to tap into consciously was coming out through my art. So I began to paint a lot, a lot of looking back at it, you know, a lot of it is uh, their eyes, their uh, different colors, their flowers in different places and, uh, you know, almost different realms. And so um, that was going on. Uh, the first time that I really got a message from spirit was just listening to really good music, vibing in a car. I got the message, you are a healer. Um, didn't think much of it at a time. Obviously I remembered it, it was very cool. Um, continued through life. My friend got Reiki certified. She was a teacher. She's like, do you want to get certified? I was like, yeah, like this is, you know, I've always been exposed to spirituality. This lines very you know, much with what I um, do and would like to do. I got Ricky certified, um, Ricky one and two. Um, and that was about four years ago. And then it kind of, all the pieces kind of came together, um, uh, again, about a year ago, right before the pandemic started, I started making a lot of lifestyle changes, reached out to one of my old spiritual teachers, began to meet with her and really tapped into my abilities. Um, uh, and since then I went through a spiritual awakening, <clears throat> excuse me. So 
at that point, you know, between uh, for the past 14 months, it's been quite the journey and it's been a beautiful, magical one, but you know, there's a lot of shifts that go along with it. So um, after around December of last year, I was just drawn to share and I created my TikTok account, created, you know, the only, the platform I run, the only was uh, mostly intended for art. So that's kind of what I used to put on there. And then it just kind of changed into me speaking on what I wanted to in a mix of art as well. Um, and so, yeah, I was kind of kicked to do this and it's been so natural. I've never been the type of person to speak about any of this. And it's just now it's just something that I embody and that um, it, it just feels like, you know, the right time for me to me to share. So that's kind of my story in a nutshell, um, but we can dive deeper into it. Yeah. Okay. So like then when it comes down to like your spiritual awakening process, because I think this is, this is really, really valuable. I share a lot of things that are like advanced and high level in terms of like alchemy and like where you have to place your consciousness to bend certain aspects of reality. And like the other day, I actually had this, like this thought where I was like, Oh my God, what is it like to just be waking up now? You know what I mean? When I woke up, I woke up a long time ago. And even then, you know, there wasn't a lot of the resources almost back then when I was like going through this and you guys now have like TikTok and you have all this other stuff, but then there's all this extra information there. That's very deceiving as to like, how do you truly empower yourself and stuff like that? So I'm really glad that I'm able to talk to you about this because for anyone who's listening and maybe they've started awakening as well around like the same period, like what are major tips that you would give them during this time and while they're going through the major stages that that you've gone through? I mean, I feel like it's expectations, right? So for example, once I began to be able to tap into other entities, other beings, um, past loved ones, things like that, I had to really learn how to draw boundaries. So boundaries became a huge theme of the past year. Um, boundaries with how I work, um, with spirit, let's say, uh, and other deities, boundaries with friends and family, especially. And so um, boundaries is huge. Another thing is also taking, taking your time. Um, <clears throat> I feel, I felt super invigorated when I first realized everything that was out there, everything that, you know, is right in front of us in the universe, right? And being able to dive deeper in our consciousness. But it's it's baby steps in a way, right? And and so it's being able to work through my shadow while also bringing in more light. And a lot of the work that I did last year, the majority of it was was looking back at my past traumas, healing my inner child and recognizing that and just being aware of that. Again, I think it's a journey, right? You, it's everything's also always constantly evolving, but uh, boundaries and taking my time through the process is something that I, I learned very early on, but wish somebody had told me mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. 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 No, I definitely feel that. I think that the whole taking your time thing is a major issue in today's society because we're like, we're, we're so used to getting everything now or, you know, like in just a couple of days. And a lot of times people are coming through and they're like, oh, you know, I want to have, I want to have psychic abilities. I want to do this. I want to do that. But they don't want to put like any of the work into it. Right. So mm -hmm. one of the things that I'm really, I'm really curious about 
mostly because like I don't know it's weird it's like I feel like I'm I'm getting to rediscover like the modern age through you right now so (laughs) sure yeah yeah, how how did you how how did you come into knowing what you're like how how did you end up realizing that you could talk to deities and do all this other stuff like how did that come to you Okay, that's a great question. Um, and so I was working with a Reiki teacher about once a month. She, it was all distance via, you know, and now that we have this virtual world, which was great. And what, what really started, so I started looking for signs, right? And I slowly after working with her started being like, okay, I want to meet my spirit guides. We did a spirit guide meditation, but even before that, it was all about signs. So I started asking for signs. One of the biggest signs that I started noticing and at that time was a butterfly. So I would notice butterflies everywhere. Like I would be walking and a girl with a shirt would, you know, a girl would just have a butterfly on her shirt um, or, you know, just, I, it might be me noticing it, but I, I knew it was, you know, coming through a lot more. Then I would, you know, as I'm going through this, I'm starting to have more meditations inwards. I'm starting to have visions. A lot of the visions I would have is a butterfly. The biggest one that I had was in the beginning was a butterfly wrapping around the earth. And I was confused. And, you know, now looking back, it's all about transformation and change and looking back at 2020, you know, that was everything, you know, that was going on back then. So a huge thing was signs and learning to ask for signs. So even you know, out loud or in my head, I would say, okay, spirit, I have a question or spirit guides and angels. However, you know, people want to phrase it. Um, I have a question regarding this aspect of my life. Please send me, uh, you know, a heart with yellow polka dots. Right. And that's just an example, but then, um, I would, you know, see that sign at some point in time, a few days later or whatnot. And so those are kind of like little, the little introduction I got. And then after that, it was numbers. So I would just see repeating numbers everywhere. I was, you know, looking up all the numbers. And when I was focused on that, even the weather app, sometimes I'd open it up and it'd be like 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, or, you know, 67, like a million times. And I'd look that up. And uh, because we have resources like Google and whatnot, I would just search, you know, 68, like angel number and just see what came through. And so that's when I started kind of digging in and being like, okay, there, there's so many more synchronicities happening. Um, and that's really where it all started. Then the TV would talk to me in a way. I would say a word, TV says a word. And it's like, now that happens very naturally. Another big thing was music. Like my Alexa would start playing music or Google would, or I'd be on a random playlist. And the song that came on the title was just like, my, if I was having a very, you know, insightful moment outside, really tuning into myself and just, Uh, really just tapping into neutrality in a way I would get a sign that way so signs were huge Um, and I think that was a good intro because I don't think I could get where I was now and know what I do now and have those experiences right away like I needed that slowly sort of opening to things so I could understand Um, and like you said it takes time it's like doing a push-up. If you were to say do 50 push-ups right now, there's no way. So it's kind of training that muscle in my mind um, and learning how to shift my, my reality and really preparing myself to what happened in December last year to me, uh, which was the full-blown, like full, 
here here like you finally open your eyes type of thing yeah so how did you how did you know that you like had reached that point like you finally opened your eyes like what was the message that came through so it was more of the experience that I went through um I so at that point during meditations without even having any expectations I would start having visions and things like that um I did slowly start to have astral projection experiences without realizing what it was by um, really, you know, when I'm really, really focused in meditation, feeling out of my body, feeling like I was flying above the earth, being giving a lot of light to the earth and being, being over there. In the winter of last year is when it increased even more. And I realized what was happening in my last session with my teacher we, um, she was doing Reiki on me and the meditation. And then we got, I got into a very meditative state. And what happened was I had the most vivid astral projection experience that I had to date. And, um, that involved me flying, me going, however, right. Um, I was, I ended up in the Himalayan mountains and I knew I was there. And then I, walked down to this little room, opened the door in front of me was Ganesh, um, who is one of my strongest spirit guides and love him. Um, and, and so, you know, he was a big presence statuesque, but you know, he, he walked me downstairs. And when I got downstairs into the room that I had been before very briefly in other circumstances, I had recognized it. I had all of my spirit guides lined up on one side and it felt like a surprise party like that's how I how it felt like and it was <laughs> like hey like it was like and I like I just you know thinking about that it was like so unbelievable to even explain because it, it was like they were like congrats you know this this is this is it like we're all here and like what you have been like the twinges that you kind of had been noticing like this is this is the full picture like we're all here um, and for me, I could recognize certain guides. Obviously, I couldn't, you know, because I'm still tapping into my abilities. Mm -hmm. I couldn't very clearly see anyone. So I was like, wow, you know, some grandparents in the background, ancestors, other guides in the front. And then I was like, okay, I have to go. I don't know why, right? So I went up to, the, to a cave uh, in the mountains, sat down, and then Astral projected from there to Benares, which is another place in India. Um, by the way, my dad is from the Himalayan mountains and my mom is from Benares. So two places that have always been in my head and I felt connected to. I'm in Benares. I end up in the Ganges river very, very clearly. I can feel the energy of the people. I can see a bunch of people around me. So I dip myself in the river because it's a very holy place, something that I want to do in the future. And then I go to another temple and I'm like, there's another temple. Like, how is there a temple right here in this busy city, like right on the water? So I go into that temple. And this is where it got, it got real. I opened the door and there was Shiva. And if you're familiar with him, he is like the destroyer. His energy is so powerful, huge deity. And just he, and I wasn't scared, but he was, you know, very stern. He's like, you have to co-create with the universe. Like you have to do this. Like, this is your mission here. Like you have to do this. And I was like, I, I got you, you know, I was like, yes, like, thank you. I, I kept on like, you know, bowing down to him. Like, I will do everything that you ask for. And then I got, I woke up, you know, out of that. And I was like, okay, 
message <laughs> message is there <laughs> very clear and then I you know I was like how I, I looked up at these temples found the Ganesh temple in the mountains um talked to my grandma and she was like oh yeah there's a there's a a temple worshiping Shiva right on the right on the water and I looked it up and it's there um <laughs> so, so you didn't like, you didn't know about these places beforehand <laughs> I did not just the cities like that they existed and that you know my family was from those places so that was the clearest sign and after that I felt like everything had opened I was not afraid to speak I was I had already made those boundaries of people in my life so it's not like I was running and telling everyone but I was like you know I need to share this clearly I got this message to do so that's when I created my TikTok and um, just decided to start sharing to people who who were really interested in it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really funny um, because it's so hard sometimes to like explain to a person how you come into being. Like, and a lot of right. times I, I I try to share with people, you know, well, the way that I've realized that I was an ancient pharaoh and I've been this and I've been that is because I'm living my life, and then you end up seeing how there's all these details that have been in front of you this whole entire time. You just have to put it together. And when you're like, just like your story, you know what I mean? Like, how would you know those two temples are there? And how are you working with those two deities? If that's not already something that you've been already channeling since before you became aware of yourself, you know what I mean? Like, it's so crazy to even think about it. A lot of people are always like, kind of like questioning how to step into that mode. And, you know, the reason why I asked you that is because like, I grew up, I came from a, a family of shamans and like I shared that with you already but um so the process for me to awaken was totally different like it, there was no awakening process it was like it was like it was always available it was more so get to know like the detail of it all like you don't have to awaken so a lot of times I ask people you know especially people like yourself like what what is that experience because I technically never went through it you know what I mean um yeah so like do you feel like you've gone through that was like your dark night of the soul because a lot of times people are are even talking about that as well um not I, I I never actually thought about it but I would say yes based on um how the past you know five six months have been after that um obviously, you know, life happens, I still have to work through things, but a majority of that cleansing and awareness was last year. And it was, it was almost like falling down a flight of stairs at some point, because you're like, whoa, like, that's what was causing this trauma. Like, it's just these random experiences you think of. And I, I, like you said, I, I just became more aware, right. And being aware even of consciousness in general is something that I found fascinating. Uh, before I even realized that's what I was doing, but I was tapping into those parts and cleansing and clearing and really learning what this energy work I'm doing was right to myself. Cause I could, you know, do Reiki on other people all day, but when it comes to me, it was like, you know, dark night of the soul. Like you have to, you have to look at yourself in the mirror uh, and, and really see your full true essence and clear how old that stuff that was kind of clinged on to, to through these traumas and, and events and from you saying, you know, you grew up in a family where it was already exposed to, it was almost organic. Um, in a way, yes, you know, these concepts were already in my life. Um, but m- many, many people, many people in my family, there's only, you know, my mom and probably a couple of grandparents that are very spiritual. Many aren't. And I'm married. And 
um, my husband isn't, you know, awakened or anything the way I am. Um, but a lot of what was difficult for me, and I think what a lot of people relate to me with on my platform is my relationships with family and friends and how that changed and how I navigated that. Uh, because it was not easy. The most difficult part of my awakening was my relationships with my family and friends, 100%. And like, so, okay, and let's dive in. There's so many things I want to like dive into right now. So sure, yeah, sorry, I brought something else up. <laughs> uh, no, you're totally good. So I really want to get into that. Like the, the I want to get into, let me just write it down right here. I want to get into the structure of your family you know right like how you how you navigated that and what were some things that you may have gone through and then like how is it like to be awakened and have a partner that is not fully um you know there yet because it's not to say that they won't be right um so yeah okay so whichever one you want to start off with first like was it what were some of the major hurdles that you went through with your family first so for both, right? Like once this started happening, I was like, like, I have to tell, like, this is amazing. Like, do you know what we can do? Do you know how powerful we are? Do you know we, we can create our realities? Like, do you know everything that we've seen is an illusion? And, you know, like my political beliefs flipped, like everything in my life was flipping and people were not so keen to, to hearing it the way I was excited to share it as. Um, so in the beginning, uh, it, was, it was a lot of getting shut down. And it was a lot of, yeah, okay, like you're crazy or I don't want to like, just, I don't want anything to, I don't want to talk to you about this. I don't believe in spirits. I don't want to talk to you about this. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. And I got, you know, I got super, I got hurt at that time because I didn't realize that they're not ready to hear it. Like I can't force it on them. And now I don't talk about it, but people will come to me right, to talk about <laughs> it. So that's what I've learned. But it was, it was tough. It was very lonely. Um, and, uh, I think that, you know, if last year wasn't lonely enough for a lot of people. It was, it was, it felt like I had no one to share and share this with. So even if, you know, there's someone that I share everything with, I can't really open up this part of me. It was learning to be okay with that. Like, it's okay to be awake and have other people around you not be awake. And it's okay to not constantly think, talk about it with them, but still hold my truth. Right. And so it was also listening more than speaking. And I think I've found my platform I need to speak on for this stuff and people will come to me. And I still, you know, I, I'm so lucky that I have my mom that I share everything with, but even then she gets excited, right? And maybe she'll say something to a family member about it. Um, this specific experience I explained back in December where I actually projected to India. Um, and yeah, the reactions were not good. It was almost, you know, they laugh like it's a joke. Mm -hmm. and it, I'm sure you know we've all experienced it probably in the spiritual community if we've shared and that was not easy um but navigating it was definitely finding my people right finding my tribe realizing how many people are out there um and a lot more than we would think of because there's a lot of censorship and whatnot but it's it's finding that community and realizing like okay we're there's a lot of us here and there's a lot of us awakening. Like you've been awake for, you know, X amount of years, just last year, I think along with myself, so many have, and now we have to, you know, come together in a way to help raise the vibration of the planet 
Um, and also be there for the people that have one foot in the door. That's what I've realized. Um, but going off, going deeper into my relationship with my husband. Yeah. A lot of ups and downs. Um, honestly, when this about a year ago, I told him, cause I, I knew, you know, my higher self knew everything is happening at the same time, right. Or it already happened. Right. I was, uh, I was like, Hey, I had a serious conversation with him. Like, listen, this is just the tip of the iceberg. I like any experience that I'm explaining to you are just like a little bits and pieces that you get out of what, what I'm going through. It's going to become much, much deeper. And this is going to be a lifelong thing. So I just want to make sure you're in it for the long run because you know, this is, a, this is going to be me for the, for the rest of my life. And I'm going to go through this spiritual thing and it's going to become the main focus of my life. Like I know it will be. And he was like, yes, he's like a hundred percent. And it's, that conversation kind of said it all. And of course there were blips right throughout the, the past year, just things and like me learning to hold back and, but also his curiosity. So he's definitely more open now, but it's not me pushing him to do it. It's his choice. Um, the biggest challenge within the past five, six months has been my perception of the external reality. And that's where I faced even more conflict, even without sharing uh, with my friends, family, and even husband. Um, so, which, you know, it's like, shouldn't have anything to do with me, but just my beliefs intimidate them, scare them. And um, I don't even share all of them, but just bits and pieces based on what they ask and how I respond. Mm. So like, what what's something that, what's one of those main topics maybe that you've noticed if you can pull one off the top of your head if not I mean I don't I don't know how much I mean the v I don't know if you want to you know talk about that but the v is huge um huge huge um uh discussion you mean like what you like you mean like the vagina oh the vaccine Oh, the V. Oh, the vaccine. Yeah, the vaccine. Mm. The vagina. <laughs> the vagina. Um, sorry, I've been, I've been practicing, you know, like tantric magic. Yeah, for yeah, a hot yeah, minute. Yeah, so no, I, I love like, it. What? I'd love to learn about. I'd love to learn more about that. I know, but um, yeah. Well, I mean, okay. Yeah, this cool. is like you know, we gotta talk about it, right? So, like, what are what are your thoughts? Because I know a lot of people are, are curious about what people. Who are awakened and they're going through their process are, are all believing there's a lot of different mixture out there what what are your takes on it um you know it's interesting not only spiritually but i'm in my child bearing years so i you know my wedding's in six months have to move it but uh legally married right and so yeah within the next couple of years i want to have a baby and um i first of all am the only one that can control my body and i want to have full control over it I also know that I have control over everything that I put in my body, even after I put it in. Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's, it's very hard to explain to people. Um, I personally am not getting it right now. And I have everyone in my family talking about me and saying things about me and really like pushing me to get it. And it's been a huge battle. Um, that I think we just kind of got over, but it might keep continue to go up. Um, and by the way, my husband got it and works in healthcare. So it's, I'm in a weird situation. <laughs> so like, just like at home with your husband, is he, is he about it? Because, you know, 
my sister-in-law she had to get it right so like she goes with it just because but is he is he still trying to kind of like get you to do it he's not he is so supportive now um based on everything that I've told him and why I'm not he's 100% supportive and when I got a lot of pushback from my family he was just he was there and it was it's great and I think it's nice to coexist in that way where he's supportive even if he doesn't align 100% with my beliefs but is also aware of them and perhaps changing his beliefs right Mm -hmm. Um, which doesn't change the fact that he got it or I'm not saying there's anything negative about it and I would never you know put that out there but um, it's just you know my beliefs on 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 everything I'm seeing externally and my resonance with it so I can't ever get something if I'm in fear of it and it's and it's, you know, if I feel a little bit of that, I, I want to, I want to be 100% like, yes, right. And, mm-hmm. and so, yeah, that's been, it's been difficult to navigate, but he's, he's come around to be extremely supportive on um, my decisions. I think that's really, that's really well said how you say it. It's like, you know, um, your beliefs the way you coexist with other people and then damn you just said something that was like yo that's so good the way you said it um it just passed me by we'll come back to it i can't remember what i said yeah but you know it's your perspective on on the situation is really important because i kind of feel the same way i feel like oh that's what you said if it doesn't feel right then you can't you know, you, it, it just, you just don't want to do it. You want to be in like the best headspace to take that. And I was like, I can really resonate with that because that's how I feel about it too. I just, I'm not saying that it's not working for people. And I'm saying that, and I'm not saying that it is horrible or anything like that, but for me and four for four on my clock, 88%, as I'm saying that on my computer screen, yeah. like, <laughs> you know, like I, I, I'm like, I, I always feel this resistance when I'm going to be going into it. You know what I mean? And it's just kind of like, I don't want to have that resistance. Plus, like, there's there's so many other things. Like, I really pay attention to, like, research and stuff like that because I'm in the medical field. And I, if there's been all these other major issues that we've been dealing with and they haven't been able to find an answer for these other issues, but they somehow threw this together, there's a lot of questions we have to be asking here. Like, why hasn't these other things like surface you know what I mean and what's what's so special about this like there's like a loophole in reality almost like a tear in reality and some people are able to see that and other people are completely oblivious to it and I do agree with you 100% like I have I have this one you know student slash friend that she made a great point she said like you know I feel like I can just flush it out of my body after I get it you know what I mean if I'm forced to and it's like you're totally right you totally can um, but it's, it's been like that kind of like gray area and like the uncertainty of it all. And I think right now, what's most important is to guide ourselves based off of the energy and not put place judgment on other people. Because I even found myself doing that with like one of my friends, you know what I mean? Like he's super, super awake. And like, I really, like, I love meditating with him. And he was like, oh, I got it. And you know, when he got it, I had like this instant, like, ill, like, how are you so conscious? And right. you did this, you know? And then I was like, right. oh, that's not my place. That's not right. You know? So, yeah. No, I resonate with that too. Like looking at myself and realizing how I was reacting. So it was a kind of a pendulum, right? It was like, whoa, okay. Okay. I have to be neutral in this situation. And I, you know, it's, it's the illusion of this reality. And the biggest metaphor, it's so interesting. When I was like 16 years old or 15 in English class, I was obsessed with allegory of the allegory of the cave by Plato 
And essentially, it's a story about all these prisoners who've been chained up and all they know their entire lives is this wall. All they see is shadows in the background. And then finally they're unchained and they realize what reality, you know, the actual reality is. They turn around, there's all these people going by, there's the sun shining and they're blinded. And that's kind of similar to the awakening that, you know, the awakening process, you're just like, whoa, like you can't even see, it's almost too much. And some people, you know, and aren't ready and it's not able to even, it's going to shock their body. It's going to shock their system um, to, to even uh, see something that they're not prepared for or ready for. And I think that's also the process doing it slowly uh, in order to be prepared with your mind and body and soul because the programming that's going on in this world and what we've been exposed to and what I realized I was in um, is something that you're not aware of until you step out of. But when, once you're out of it, you're like, oh, like, like, I kind of want to go back in, <laughs> right? Sometimes you're like, why am I awake, right? It's like everyone, everyone else is sleeping, right? But it's, I can't even blame those other people because it's okay. Like, it's okay if they're not ready or it's okay if they don't have the resources and it's okay if um, they're just constantly exposed to things that are programming their brains to, to think a certain way. Yeah, I think I think it's really important to kind of keep in, in the forefront of everything is like so many people who are getting awakened, they usually fall into that like that trap of I got to save the world and I got to save everybody and everybody's got to be awakened. But they so easily forget like karma, you know, what I mean, like not everyone's supposed to have that experience and you got to be OK mm-hmm. with that and you got to be part of you got to be OK to let, almost like the journey itself is being able to let go of the things that no longer resonate with you and that includes people that includes family sometimes like and just falling into this higher vibration of self so and uh, it's really important to like to share I'm really glad that you you brought that up as well the other thing I wanted to talk about like that I had come up and kind of like just went on a huge like thinking spree um was like the whole synchronicity thing with your like your your family's temples and stuff like that like that was really cool and I most recently had an experience like that as well where um about I've been in my house now it's like a 102 year old house I've been here for like probably two or three years when I got here the first year I lived here um I did a DMT trip here with one of my friends at the time and I had this realization that I had dreamt about my house like a year and a half before I had gotten here and like I the first thing that I that came out of my mouth when I was like starting to really take off was like oh my god I've done this before I've been here before it all makes sense and my mind was like just exploding at that time so then I'm living here it's been a couple years and like on my our garage is kind of like falling apart a little bit so we need to like fix it we call this guy to come over and check out the garage. And he's like, oh yeah. He's like, how long have you guys been living here? You know, do you guys like the neighborhood? And it turns out that the guy grew up on this street and we we're like, holy crap. And then he's like, yeah, the guy that used to own this house, um, he used to be like, everybody used to think he was really weird when we were growing up and we we're like, why? And he's like, because he was like this holistic doctor guy and he was like a shaman and he used to do like all this magic type stuff. And everybody just thought he was a weirdo, but then he sold the house and like, now you guys end up having it. And like, oh, well, of course we got the house from somebody else completely different. Right. Cause it's changed hands a couple of times, sure. but it's, yeah, but we moved in here and we're like, 
we just started laughing because like, oh my God, like I'm literally what I'm doing is what this house summoned me to do. You know, <laughs> like it's crazy. So right, it's really right, cool right. to see like those experiences play out on a regular basis. And that's like one of the things that I wanted to share um, just to kind of add into that. So no, that I mean, that's amazing. No, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no. So, okay. So with, with any of like the stuff that you've been doing most recently, like, do you have any tips on spiritual protection? For like newbies yeah and I know it's hard to visualize for some people but I'll just throw it out there um what I like to visualize a lot is like a bubble around me which I actually got from another spiritual teacher I used to picture like something like a, a bunch of white light around me so either white light or a bubble whatever resonates more um is something that I do just to protect my energies either if I'm about to meditate if I'm in a situation and I also feel like I don't like to put out the intention that I need protection, but at the same time, it's more of just encompassing my energy to make sure that it doesn't get infiltrated, if that makes sense. Because I know, um, yes, we control our reality, but when we're around, you know, there's 7 billion other people on this planet, um, there's a lot of energies that can be directed towards me. So I like to do like a visualization like that. Um, Another tip that I would suggest if for anyone that meditates, is uh, definitely um, intentionally bringing your root, opening your root chakra uh, and uh, grounding that into the earth and really picturing like a bunch of roots going into the earth. Um, That keeps me protected and grounded when I go into different experiences when with my third eye or or my crown. Nice, nice. No, that's really valuable. Um, Do you have any books or recommendations for movies or anything like that? Um. I mean, for signs, there's actually a book called Signs uh, by Laurel and Jackson. Uh, that one was really good. Um, uh, she she was one of the helpful people that I followed. But a lot of the people that I follow right now, I don't know if you've heard of Lori Ladd or Feel Good. Um, those mm-hmm. are two huge people that have been very influential on how I think about consciousness, awareness, reality, uh, and ETs. That's something that I've also been tapping into, as well as Elizabeth April. She's great. Um, uh, those three are, are huge on and very much aligned with my resonance and, and, and things like that. Yeah. Okay. So fast. Um, the, I was, I had saw that you posted a few things about like alien ET type stuff, right? What, tell me about it. Like, what's that all about? So I was brought up into ships without even realizing that I was brought up onto ships again, a little before the December awakening. Um, before that I, so I was, I was just sitting on my couch and I was pulled into this meditation. I was like, all right. And like, there's things happening around me. And I was just, you know, sitting there meditating. I was brought up onto a ship and I was in this room with, it felt like a college lecture room. Like everyone's here. And then there's like a being down here. And I feel like I was on maybe the GFL ship. I'm not sure exactly. Um, there was other deities around and there was like, he was saying some important message and I like, he called me down. So I went down to him and then he put me or he or she felt like masculine energy, put me in this like little bubble type thing. Like it was like a mini, like just like a seat, but like picture something just surrounding it. And then I, I was blasted off um, and I was blasted off to the cosmic sun. So, and I know this might not resonate with some people. This is just my experience. I was blasted off to the sun of all suns. 
and I saw a bunch of suns around this massive sun. I took a piece of the sun with me, like brought like brought it into me and then was brought back to that ship. Um, I forget exactly what conversation I had with this being beforehand, but I, and then I came back into my body and I was like, okay, like, where was I? What just happened? Um, and that's when a couple other times, uh, maybe like five to 10 more times, I was brought up to a ship and I realized that's where I was. Um, introducing myself to different beings. Um, I have also astral projected into other realms and other places. Um, and then a ship brought me back here and then I came back down. So before I had those experiences, I would kind of come out of my body, float around the earth. Um, and then one of the first times I was above the earth, I just kept floating back and I was like, where am I going? Um, and that's when I went to another planet or wherever, uh, talked to different beings not super long experiences. Uh, again, I'm just tapping into this and brought back. Um, and then obviously I followed the work of these other folk that talk about it. And it was, it was, it was, it made sense. It made sense to me. Um, and I'm just now kind of exploring that. Um, but yeah, love aliens. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, it's really funny how you say that experience. Cause like I was, I believe it was like 19 or 20 when I'm 30 now so like 31 now so I had I had it was like midnight I went into this like park reservoir thing that was there and I had taken like mushrooms and LSD and I remember hitting this meditative meditative space where a ship came out of nowhere hovered above me teleported me into itself took off we ended up in this like dimension that was just as like this luminescent light they dropped me off there and that was it I was there for like who knows how long and then all of a sudden I remember the ship swooping in picking me up and dropping me back in my body because one of my friends was freaking out and he said Axel stop and it was all the deer were coming out of the woodworks like they, because they were like, oh my God, what is this oh thing? God. What is this thing? And they were getting super, yeah. super close. So my friend's like, I don't know what the fuck you're doing to stop. So yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a very similar experience. And I thought it was really cool to like hear somebody else go through it as well. No, that's, yeah. that's awesome. And it's, yeah, I've never been around other people when that happened, but that, that seems so cool. And it's so random, these experiences, and they could be brief or long, like you said, right? And so another experience I felt like I was pulled out and brought onto this like med bed type thing. Um, and it did its thing. And then I was brought back into my body and that, you know, I hadn't felt like my body felt like a little weird. So perhaps that helps me, but you know, it's, there's, it's so open-ended this whole thing. It's like, it's just amazing what is actually in our reality. But, um, I do find it extremely interesting with the way that, um, it's being introduced to us, uh, and, uh, I'm, in, I'm interested to see how it plays out externally and how it's influenced uh, because there's a lot that I don't think we know as a public, right? But uh, we know <laughs> certain mm -hmm. things. Uh, so I, I think it's going to be, you know, obviously it's, it's going to be a shock to people. So they can't just come down and be like, we're here. <laughs> people will faint, right? They'll be like, yeah. what is this? Uh, so it's preparing people slowly, right? So, oh, there's pyramid shaped 
UFOs. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. is that a thing? Um, like, no. Like, they can, even if they confirmed it, like, no, right? But then the CIA is releasing documents. So it's just interesting, right? Um, they know that we create a reality. They know that a lot of this is an illusion. And it's, why do, Why isn't this known to, to a massive amount of people, right? Because, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, if everybody knows how to do everything, then like we, the whole entire structure of the fabric of this reality has to crumble. The people yeah. at top, uh, you know, the people at the top have created a structure where we, they, they are needed. You know what I mean? They're the kings of this Absolutely. world. They definitely don't want to let go of that power. And it's really interesting to just kind of like, you know, the, I had a very similar conversation with my husband, like earlier today when we were driving, I was just kind of like, you know, you and I were both like very shamanic people. And like, we, like we have guides and messages and just things that are always happening around us. What is it like to be somebody who doesn't have that at all? Like, you know, and that that seems like so far out. And to even think that there's still some people who are going through that experience right now. And those are the people that when aliens end up coming through their whole reality is going to be exploded and you also have to think about like you know the whole the whole aspect with like religion right when ufos start showing up like a lot of religions have to like remodify themselves or they have to accept the portions of the story where you know like um they say like specific deities were on like a flying ship or flying cloud or something like that and change kind of like the ideas even of what we consider Shiva or like raw to be, you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. really, really powerful. And yes. then even coming down, I, I said to one of my friends the other day, it'd be so funny though, when they finally all realize that we're all from deep space anyway, like we come from all these different places and we all oh, yeah. forgot that we're just aliens pretending to be humans right now. Mm-hmm. So I have a question for you, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, what, what do you think about, this earth plane and what do you think the purpose of people coming here are because in my opinion what i've been learning and realizing is that this is a little bit of a lower dimensional reality which is fine right it's extremely dense it's a bit slow um for you know certain things time is an illusion but it's you know we're kind of constricted by that what is your perception of this reality and this planet specifically Oh, okay. So that one's like a loaded question. It's taken me years to kind of like understand it. For a while I was here and I was like, oh, I came here to just kind of like help the consciousness. And I really want to leave because I don't want to be here anymore. I don't belong here. But then I came to understand that if time and space is an illusion, is an illusion, there is nowhere to go. Like you can't just say I'm going to die and I'm going to go back home from where I come from because Buddha tells us that the root of all suffering is attachment. Therefore you're attached to the fact that you have to transcend this universe. You're just going to come back back through karma because you didn't learn the lesson. Right. Mm -hmm. So separation is obviously not the answer. And you know, I'm always trying to get people to understand that at some way, shape or form. Um, So then I came to this understanding of like, okay, well, the portion of this reality is to understand something that you can't understand anywhere else, because that's why, you know, when we leave this reality from the third dimension, anywhere else, we go to like the 11th dimension to learn more about spirit. We go to the ninth dimension to learn more about soul. You know, you go to the 12th dimension to learn more about the Akasha. So every dimension has a specialty. The dimension specialty for this is like learning how to 
master your consciousness to manipulate matter. That's what this this whole universe is based off of matter. You know what I mean? Love that. The, yes. The ancients have been telling us for years. It's like it's all a dream. It's all in your mind. Like it doesn't matter what you read. It's always telling you like we're all interconnected. You, we all have one, we're all a thought in a bigger mind, creating universes from within ourselves that are then interacting with each other constantly. So like we, you can see that as a direct thing. And you like one of the things that's most interesting is for for a while you know a lot of different philosophers and whatnot have been talking about like magnetism or like the heart space the heart math you know all that and Mm -hmm. it always comes back to becoming the thing like you can't say you want it because that's still a thought right so like you need to become it but then people are like how do you become something that you're seems so foreign well you need to understand infinity what is infinity infinity states that like all energy is present now you just need to embody it how do you do that through your emotions the moment you start saying i'm a powerful creator i can i'm the best healer on the planet and like you start feeling that and feeding it you're going to naturally start seeing synchronicities those synchronicities are going to then program an alternate reality that at first when you're doing it that's what people understand as quantum leaping, quantum jumping, you know, surfing, right? Like, it's going to be a little bit of a, of a pickup, you know, creating the vortex as like Abraham Hicks says, but once that vortex takes flight and like, it's got momentum, like you, all you have to do is keep acknowledging it. And a lot of times people are like, I want to become psychic, but I, I don't think I have any psychic powers. Like, shut up. You do. I am psychic. I haven't realized what my specialty in psychicness is. So then Mm -hmm. you change your perspective. The reality comes through matter bends around you. And that's literally how I've been taught my whole entire life without really realizing that's what they've been trying to teach me. Right. Like, because I think like this year was where it really hit me a lot where you need to allow yourself to just embrace everything. Like you need to be okay with the darkness. You need to be okay with the suffering, but you need to also understand that you have a choice in the creations that are being placed in this world. Like suffering is, is inevitable, inevitable on this dimensional plane, because this dimension is polarity. Like that's the whole thing about it. That's why we're taught nirvana release of all suffering. If you release all suffering, you're not being polarized. If you're taught samadhi, you're able to disconnect and in a neutral state, see all options, which is like the fourth dimension, you know, like, but then at the same time, we need to flip that whole script over and Egyptian alchemy comes through and it tells you like universes are spherical. So like, there are no planes of existence going up. It's all just in this one sphere. And there's different aspects of the fear of the sphere that has like concentrations of energy. So when you start recognizing that and you read other esoterica, they say that one, there's only one that divides itself into many. So sometimes people are thinking, okay, from the third dimension, I have to hit the 55th dimension for me to really understand source but then that's kind of complicating. That's not the answer, right? So like the third dimension comes from the second dimension as well, which the second dimension is base elements. And like the elements are much more than just earth, fire, water, air. It's actually consciousness, it's word and it's thought as well. So then you you see that. And then what after that, you hit the first dimension or the dimension which originally keeps splitting itself into all these other understandings which is simply just existence. That would mean source. You can understand source by dividing yourself infinitely into like the 24th, 55th, 100th chakras. But at the end of the day, you need to understand that the lower dimensions are just as powerful to come back 
And when you master both angles of that, this dimension literally becomes just like a huge computer screen. And a lot of people always ask me like, how do you manifest this shit that you do? Like, I understand I'm in a video game. Like I totally 100% mm -hmm. understand it. I can't bend all the rules because I don't understand all the cheat codes just yet, but I get a bit, a huge level of it is whatever I desire. And I choose to empower myself with, it has to obey it by proxy, you know? Right. No, that's, everything you just said is amazing. And I learned a lot from what you just said. And it, and it made me kind of think of, you know, going back to my roots and Hinduism and how, oh, you guys have a million gods. Like, no, 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 no. It's all just rep different representations of one. Like we mm -hmm. actually are polytheistic. Uh, I don't identify with a religion, but you know, Hinduism is just polytheistic. Um, there is one, right? We all are one. And you brought up the Akasha, right? It's, I had, I'm slowly starting to dive into that. And so the couple of experiences that I've had with it, I was going through it. The first thing I saw in the book um, was you are Una. And I was mm -hmm. like, okay. And then I was brought back to a couple of past lives very, very briefly, like probably the shortest, like little glimpses ever. Then I look up the Latin uh, root of that word and it means one. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So that just for me was eye-opening to get that validation and it's like like you said like we already know this it's just kind of remembering and mm -hmm. um uh it's just it's amazing yeah the 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 last thing I guess like to kind of like give you one of the major hacks that I've come out with is focusing on this moment being perfect and this moment being complete like if you can really sit in that moment and saying like, okay, everything that's happening, rather positive or negative, it is perfect because it is a thought within source mind because it has to think infinitely. I choose something different. And like in that one breath and like really feeling that vibration of like, I'm not going to blame anybody. I'm not going to even blame myself. I'm not going to blame my ego. It's, it has to happen regardless of whatever it is that, you know, I'm conscious of, you know, and I'm going to choose something different. It's almost like you connect to your oversoul or source mm -hmm. mind and you force it to change its observation on something that you actually want. So that's like the thing that I would be giving you. It bypasses like the law of attraction. And I, I just do it by sitting down and being like, okay, this moment is perfect. I'm complete. Mm -hmm. And whatever tries to pull me away from that, I just keep harnessing it into the center, into the center. And eventually your mind is just going to just take off and you'll be, you'll understand things that you can't verbalize in this dimension anymore. Mm -hmm. 100%. It's all vibration, right? And it's all energy. And that's how I like to explain it to a lot of people who ask me questions about this. I'm like, well, everything is energy. Let's look at physics, right? Let's look at quantum uh, physics. Let's kind of start there. And so I think that makes sense to a lot of people that aren't really spiritual but are interested in understanding what how I think uh, and how I have changed um and for me you know now I'm exposed to all this and understand so much more and, and I'm still learning right it's a journey um and to see I have changed so much in a pa in just one year everyone's like kind of shocked right and uh, it is shocking for friends and family who have known me for so many years and I was stuck in the matrix, I felt like, right? And now I'm open <laughs> to everything. And it's like, okay. And everyone's like, why are like how what are you doing? <laughs> you know, and it's um and and it's accepting me for who I am. And I think it's just uh there's 
um, like I told my husband, this is, I'm never going to stop. This is my purpose here on earth. Um, and I love your perception of this reality. I agree. I think it's just all about duality here and it's understanding and accepting the beauty of it, the both the shadow aspect and the light aspect. Cause I was obsessed with the light aspect for so long when I started awakening that I had to, I had to recognize the shadow because both are here. Right. And both make up this whole, um, but we're all, everything is everything. Right. So, oh, I just, I love it all. (laughs) Well, thank you. You know, thank you for having this time to be on this podcast. Your story is like super important for so many people. And I'm really glad that we met, you know, the, the way we did do TikTok and whatnot. So, um would you give people like your handles or wherever you want them to get a hold of you at yes so it's at the om light om light the om light um and i'm on instagram tiktok i have a facebook but i'm mostly active on tiktok and instagram um and yeah i I offer reiki sessions um but right now my main focus is is really just um putting together my story of my awakening and hopefully putting that out there within the next year or two um, in the form of a book or whatnot, uh, again, the possibilities are endless. So I don't want to put a timeline on anything, but yeah, I'm, yeah. thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor. And, um, this is actually the first time I've done something like this. So, um, it's, it's amazing. Thank you. Well, we're going to be doing it again once you have your book out. So that's All right, awesome. <laughs> Sounds good. motivation for me. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So like, um, just, just in case if everyone, you don't miss that it's om o-m-l-i-g-h-t om light um and that's where you can find her at so thanks and we'll catch you in the next episode